Good morning, angels. My voice sounds a little scratchy. <laughs> you would think I was like, you know, partying the nights away. But um, we did have some exciting things happen this week. Good morning, guys. <laughs> it's Sunday fun day with my honey. Unfortunately, I'm not with my honey, though. I'm off to the workhouse for a meeting, training session this morning. And I'm only going because one of my sweetheart friends that I um, pushed to get put into a promotion is in charge, and she asked me to come. So I'm coming. But um, I'm exhausted. I don't feel like going into this workhouse today. But, you know, I really like people to know that they're supportive. And I wish that more people wanted to make people feel supported. So one of the interesting things that went on this week uh, it was just a crazy week, and I'm not a person who gets who dives into um, what's going on with the planets, and you know the planets were this today. Uh, what you know, Mercury was retrograde. You know, whatever the hell that means. So you know, I I don't know why it's crazy, but I just know that it must be a spiritual situation. You know, a lot is going on in our galactics. You know, um, you know they would like us to believe that Earth is the only occupied planet. Everybody else looks funny, you know, lizard heads, weirdness, when in fact they're just other humans, other humans, humanoid types. You know, maybe they are in a different form. You know, we don't know what their form is. But what I do want to say is things are a trip. Something's going on. So this week was my daughter's birthday. She turned 21 on Monday. You know, we celebrated her on Monday. I took the day off to spend, you know, her birthday celebrating her. And um, one of the interesting things, no, I'm lying to you. I'm so sorry. I was going to take the day off, but we had meetings that day that I didn't want to miss. So I went in for the first part of the day, and I just left a little early so we can go to dinner. So she got to go to breakfast with her, um, with my husband, my, my son, and her honey. And then we, you know, moved on into, uh, you know, doing what we had planned to do, which was going to dinner. So she had this birthday party that she's been planning pretty much all summer. You know, she's had a lot going on this year. So, you know, the birthday party was just... The birthday party was just another thing going on, you know. So one of the crazy things is that... uh. In this birthday party scenario, birthday partying scenario, I should say, um, you know, there have been a lot, a lot of things going on, a lot of crazy energy kicking around the universe. And one of the things that we have to do is just pay attention to our part in it. You know what I mean? We got to pay attention to our part in what's going on so that we can, you know, maneuver properly. So... So my daughter had uh, her birthday coming up, and, you know, I was letting her plan it. She's 21. I was just supporting her in her plans. And I would follow up. I thought I was doing a great job following up, making sure, you know, you got this covered. You know, she was supposed to stop over to the place that she was giving the party at. It's a public facility, so there shouldn't have been any challenges. We confirmed if, you know, you can do things there without a permit. You can. But what we didn't know is that it closed at dawn, I mean, at dusk. And you're not allowed to have any alcoholic beverages there. And the theme of my daughter's party 
was a garden party. So for those who are my real listeners, you know that we are in a super spiritual war with supremacy, which is just straight demonic energy. And so in that war, in that spiritual war, we have situations where um, the attacks are just basic, like you drive out into traffic and there's maniacs waiting to harass you. Um, You know, for some people who are not diplomats like myself, it might be being harassed by the police, you know, white supremacist police. But for me, as long as I'm walking in a certain path, God is so great and I love him so much. I really do. I just feel so grateful for the relationship that I feel that I've built with God. And so, um, so I'm off. I take off two days. Well, my day's off. You know, I worked seven days to get those days off. And so on the first day was the day before the party. And so I was like, well, let's stop over at the venue so we can take a look at it. We can measure where we're going to, you know, put the tent, you know, things like that. And so then I was like, well, you know, let me call and find out if we need anything because the offices weren't open and we didn't want any surprises because the devil's so busy. And so we find out the night before, and it's literally the evening before, like six o'clock in the evening, that you have, you can't, the place closes at um, at dusk and you can't have any alcoholic beverages in the park. So... Okay, people sneak them in all the time. Like, that's what they're doing. They're partying. They're having alcoholic beverages in the park. Nobody's bothering those people. But, and they probably wouldn't bother us either as a diplomat. However, I just really try to stay within the lines. I used to like to color outside the lines sometimes. Okay, I never did. Coloring outside the lines is messy. So I prefer to color inside the lines. Line it up. Color a pretty color, right? But... But I just, one thing I could not do is put ourselves in a position to be hindered because we know that there's a lot of wicked towards us in Maryland. They really, there's a real, and I'm pretty sure it's because of our free-thinking black minds in a supremacist slave state. They got their slaves under control. They got their slaves that are in charge of the slaves under control. And then here comes the acres. There's no control, right? So it's really about just trying to pinch, make things feel uncomfortable. And then you have the people who just don't want it to work out. (laughs) The people who are praying, like my daughter, since we've been having her parties, has always had the threat array. Always. And as she's gotten older, she always wants her parties outside. It's the most fascinating thing. But she's she's an outdoors girl like her dad. He loves outdoors. And so this year... She had multiple events coming up, and so um, this birthday thing was like the last of them. And, you know, she wanted to be nice. She was creating these uh, barrels for the wine-tasting theme. She literally, you know, took time out to buy things to do it. Um, You know, there was just a lot put into her day, but what wasn't put into her day was getting the facts, location facts, and ensuring that you have all the permits and everything you need is super important. So that was a huge learning thing for her. And so I guess at the end of the day, because prior to all of this, I prayed for peace that surpassed human understanding for both of us. And so I believe that happened. I think I believe we got the peace. But there's something way bigger that I want to get to. But I first want to just give you like the particulars of just how the situation was unfolding. 
So, so now we know that we can't do this party and the party's tomorrow and everybody has RSVP'd. We have about 15 people coming, confirmed. But also we have a super threat of rain, as we always do. Now, when we were like in our early stages of our homeownership and wanting to have barbecues and stuff and even just barbecue at the park, whatever, we would see the threat of rain. We'd be like, oh, 70% chance. Oh, look at the clouds. Oh, yep. Might as well not do that. But then we would be passing through and we would see these people, you know, having a blast all the time. Like every year, we'd be worried about rain and they would just push through, get a little sprinkle, but keep the party going. Maybe we get some rain, but cover it up. If it stops, they stop, you know, they keep going. So we decided, you know, we're going to do that. So last year, like my daughter is 21 years old and she's only had three parties rain on her. She had one when she was about 10. She had another when um, her sweet 16. Now I'm like her 20th birthday. And then this year. And so, you know, I believe man, man controls the weather. I mean, they just shoot something in there. And with the white supremacy that hates us, and it's definitely the 1% because they wouldn't have the power to stalk, follow, harass, and do the things they do. And to me, it's an honor to be hated by the 1%. Because you're going to die. Your money's going to still be sitting around rotting. Your little uh, descendants that are demonic like you are going to die. Everything's going to go with your wickedness. So I'm good. You know, these moments in time, that's the special thing is my daughter had a blast. So the birthday was coming up. I decided to make a quick, I said, you know what? This is why we don't burn bridges. And not burn bridges, just we have to build people. We have to build our relationships. And we got to try to figure out ways to keep things positive so that when we ask people for something, they say yes. She's like, oh no, I'm good with Mr. And I can ask. And so she reaches out to um, her trainer, uh, you know, boss who she's been working with this summer and was asking him about, you know, doing the party there. And so, um, you know, immediately he's like, yes, of course. Like, we're like, oh, sweet. So sweet. God, that's why we love him so much. He's such a great man. But then things got odd. So when the guys get to the place to set up the, the um, situation, when they, they get to the place to set up the situation, they realize that there is, um, they realize that he tells them that, because there's horses in the paddock that she was told that she could use. So suddenly things are unraveling already, you know, things are unraveling. And so as things are unraveling, we're starting to recognize that, you know, okay, something odd is happening. He's not communicating with us. Like, it would be sweet if he called us and said, you know, hey, listen, the paddock's not going to work. You know, I talked to some, uh, some of my leadership or whatever it is. And it's not going to work out this way, but, you know, we're going to put you over here. This is what time we close the, you know, our premises close at this time. I hope that works for you. But in telling us these things, the particulars um, would allow us to move accordingly, you know. But instead, we're just like, oh, the night is young. We're good. Let's just get this going. And, you know, we were like behind schedule and setting it up because we don't have a big team. And, you know, we are doing our very best. Okay. So um, there we go. Like, we, <laughs> funny enough, this time I said to her, I want to hire some people to help us. What? We don't need any help. Okay. 
And then it was just like, we needed the help. Okay. So luckily, the people that we love and the people who were coming, you know, because we did have cancellations as a result of the rain, apparently it was letting loose in places that, like, were our friends that weren't our real, real friends that don't love us like we love them, you know, looking for a reason to not show up type of situation. And I don't know if people, and I really hope people hear this, I really, in the name of the Lord, don't really like to have big parties anymore. I really like it to just be a really small group of people that I know unequivocally love me. I'm not, I just don't like wasting the money on them. You know, I don't like it. You know, have some water, strangers or frenemies, you know what I mean? But I really don't like wasting my money on people who really don't give a damn about us. And so when we worry about rain and things like that, I don't. I don't worry about it because one of the things I know for sure is that the people who really love you and want to celebrate you, nothing will be able to stop them from getting to you. Nothing. And so, you know, to me, I just want the vibe of love there. So if there's like gossip mouth or meanie mouth or, you know, anybody who's going to have some sort of negative vibe, I really don't want them there. And so there were concerns spiritually of people who were coming, you know, who, um, you know, have an energy with them. And so there's going to be energy with them. And so here we are, you know. So the only time I have is to drop off the groceries, to have them to put up, you know, trust that they can do it, get in the car and drive away to go get the food, which was going to be an hour because it's 30 in, 30 out. And so um, in that hour, which really took two to get back, because of traffic and a police, you know, coincidentally, and they know they couldn't use uh, um, white supremacists to do this because I'd be like, mm -hmm, that was planned. So they think I don't realize that we got slaves working on behalf of his massa to do things. So anyway, so some older person got um, had dementia um, and crashed on a two-lane road and um, north and southbound, and and they brought in 40 cop cars to block up the street to help him. <laughs> and really, you know, you don't need all that, but it's just really to say, you can't maneuver past this, no. But as soon as we came upon it, and it was literally finishing up, but so it was supposed to, I guess, impact us sooner, but we had other issues holding us up. So we weren't held up like that. But anyway, so there was a lot. And, and then we had the people who were being hindered from trying to get to us. You know, everything was attacking people that, that cared about us. That couldn't be stopped to come. And they came anyway, you know. And then some of them, they gave in, you know, because it was too much. And, you know, they just didn't want to put their lives in danger. And I understand. But the people who really loved us, they put their lives in danger. My girlfriend, you know, she's like a little sister to me. I love her so much. And I, we, I was like wondering, questioning her love earlier in the week. But now we can never question her love. Never. You know, we can never question her love. But she came through and she flew. She, you know, she, it's a four-hour drive from New York, but she flew in a plane. And the weather was so terrible that she's going through turbulence, lightning, um, everything, that they couldn't even get their bags at the end because of the lightning they wouldn't um, allow the baggage claim people to come and get the bags off. So she didn't have her luggage. She had to come to the party and what she had on, luckily. She's a stylish diva, goddess. 
so she looked beautiful, and so the surprise was real. She thanked God my intuition because of the location change. We had to let everybody know about the location changes, and so we ended up having to um, let everybody know that there was a location change, and and in the location change, we um, I had to remember that she didn't say she was not coming, and so because she did not do that, and she's so driven. I was like, you know what, <laughs> let's make sure we don't have her coming and we're not prepared for her visit. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm choking off water. So now, so now we have a situation where she comes through rain, sleet, and snow, and the people who are close to us, that live near us, that are like, what, 15 minutes maybe from the facility? They, oh, you know, it's rainy. And then a friend of ours who was coming from an hour away, he said it was hailing. It was doing everything. He was like, you going to cancel? I was like, no, we got a tent. And we did not cancel. And I guess it was raining, but it wasn't raining in the tent. It was a gigantic party tent. And so... We weren't half hindered on any level, so it was a positive situation. So that was the first part. Meanwhile, I'm away from the party. We only have the party was from six thirty to nine thirty. The party didn't get really started. Luckily, people were coming a little later until seven thirty. So it's seven thirty to nine thirty. We didn't know we had a cap on our time. We thought we could just slide out at 11. But apparently the owner, you know, the man who was running the facility, gave us permission, was, like, calling or sending a little short message burst that people didn't understand. So um, he calls. My son hands me my daughter's phone. I take it, and I go outside. Thank God I took it instead of him standing there. So, um, you know, his tone was really bad. He was, like, yelling at me. He was talking mean to me. And it was pretty bad. <laughs> but you wouldn't have known because I had already paid for peace that surpassed human understanding. I luckily had removed myself from the facility, so everything was going on inside. My daughter had no knowledge. And after he finished talking very disrespectful to me and talking to me like he had no idea that he, I don't know if he has a split personality you know, a lot of people do, especially the people that are traumatically hindered that live in Maryland. I don't know where he's from, but if he's from Maryland, then he definitely has one because it is an extremely demonic place. And for him to get to the level that he has reached as a black man in such a supremacist place, then, you know, he's had to really push through some things, let go of some things, allow things to be, et cetera, et cetera. And I'm OK with that. I believe in um, trailblazers, and I recognize that as black trailblazers, as, at a certain age, they had to give more, they had to do more, you know, they had to accept more than we might accept, and so therefore, respect is given. So if the, the man who did not communicate properly with his worker, with the adult me, who I know him, how do you expect us? to know what you want from us if you don't tell us. It's okay. It doesn't matter because the key here is the adversary wanted my daughter's day to be whack.
but I took it on the back like you should as a parent and covered her and took every single thing for her. Not only did I not get to spend any time at the party, any time having wine, we did not get to do her cake. We did not get, I did not get to be a part of the party. I just got to show up at the end of it for him to yell at me and attempt to take me. And he, I'm not even going to say he did it. He was being used as a tool. It sounded like we were on a three-way call. I could barely hear him. You know, it was supposed to be me turning into this image that they have of me and yelling at him and burning this bridge. And even if he thinks the bridge is burned, it doesn't matter because I really want to be clear to every single person on this planet. I work for God. I am godly. I am a goddess. I walk in the spirit. I live in the spirit. I will not be moved. So therefore, if you have something I need and you want to make it to where it's difficult for me to get it from you, and you want to hold it back from me, and it's not because I'm anything terrible, but it's because you have your own indoctrinated bullshit going on, you will no longer have what I need. I will get what I need in the way that I need it. God will bestow it upon me grander than I could ever imagine. And then in the event of how your mindset is working against me when I've done nothing to you, you very well, very well could lose what you have that I need. But I will get what I need. So just love because in this last days of what we're living in, whoever you're working for, it is, if it's not of God, they are going to end soon. It's happening right now. So the crazy thing is that night, at the end of everything, you know, I had to go back in and let the guests know that, you know, um, we've been here as long. Our party's supposed to end at 930. It's 10 o'clock, so we're going to have to start shutting it down. Some people had just gotten there, and they were devastated. I had a car full of food that I just spent $200 on, you know, the days before I'd ordered it in advance. So... For me, it's like, no problem. We'll be in my house with tables lined up tomorrow having lunch. The crazy thing is I was supposed to work the next day. So, you know, we had a family emergency, so I wasn't able to do that. Um, I, I last minute changed for them my schedule for today. And so to go into work. So because I didn't work, to, you know, I didn't work yesterday and they wanted me in today last minute, I did not feel guilt having to take the day. And I'm sure it was a little disruptive for them. But you know what? I'm often disrupted all the time on behalf of my job. So I have to find peace. That's just where I'm at. And the funny thing is my profile picture on Facebook right now is a picture of me um, at the beach for our anniversary. And I am doing like the tree stand, like the something tree yoga stand. My girlfriend called it where I'm just meditating at the water, like bringing in the peace. And I swear to you. That's it. Like, I know when you do things like that, the adversary immediately wants to say, hey, I'm not going to give you that piece. No, you know? And, you know, I just, I pray for it. And then I walk into whatever I've prayed for. God never fails me. So, you know, I just wanted to say that it's the adversary is going to keep coming against us. That's just a given. The adversary likes winning against us. That's a given. But, there's no guarantee for the adversary, but there is a guarantee for us as long as we walk in our spirit and we maintain our relationship. As long as we maintain our relationship with God, we don't have to worry about what other people have for us. And, and the thing that's crazy is in regards to the way um, this wonderful man that we love very much had um, chosen to speak to us, and I felt like the person wanted him to speak to Kelsey like that. So they didn't get that. You didn't get that, bitch. You didn't 
get that opportunity to have this man disrespect my daughter on her birthday celebration day. You'll never win. Accept it. And you're on your way out. Whoever is at the core of that scenario, I feel sorry for you because nobody told you who I really was. But the thing is, I felt that the, the spirit wanted me to use my energy against this man as my energy has been used against other black men in the horsing world that have been vicious and unnecessarily coming against me and my daughter. But what I won't do, because I recognize and I accept the blessing that this man has bestowed upon us, I recognize that he, you know, blessed us knowing that the people don't want us to be blessed. And, and you know what? It's all good. Because as the next opportunity comes to do whatever it is that we're supposed to be doing, it's still going to manifest. We probably won't be doing it with, you know, <laughs> it always happens. You know, it's like um, people aren't allowed to help us on this planet. Because if you do, you could be punished for doing that, for helping us. So we often have to you know, mourn if people have helped us, the weird thing is. But here's the key. Love is more powerful than the devil himself. And my relationship with God, I just love God so much. I do. And nobody can ever, you know, the adversary can try everything. But I'm going to find a way because God promised that. He said, only with your eyes will you see the destruction of the wicked but you will not partake in their suffering. And that, in and of itself, is exciting to me. You know, it's exciting to me. <laughs> you know, I just love the fact that he said, and then he said, I know the plans I have for you, plans to keep you and not destroy you, plans to prosper you and bring you to an expected end. So when you hold on to those words, and you believe those words, it doesn't matter what the adversary has, you know, like, I'm just as bubbly as I want to be. When I come to tell those people, you know, I'm like, I'm sorry. The only thing I felt bad about is that I had this food, but they had been eating cheese and hummus and grazing and all types of stuff, you know. So really, the food was just going to be the blessing at the end to just relax with the people we love. And funny enough, we didn't even want to give it away. We are like, ah, you know, shit, I love this food. It's, you know, this halal food. <laughs> but nonetheless, the ne we just did a part two. So we packed it up, and then he was able to say, vacate my facility, you know. And, and it, it really was just somebody telling him that this is what you got to do. And he sounded really stressed about it, frankly. And so, luckily, though, I was hearing it. I don't know if he wanted to be hurtful to her because she, did, she left his program. And she had to. She, I let him know that she was going to be here for, you know, some weeks in the summer. And let me just say this also. His facility is beautiful. We love him. But unfortunately, black businesses keep hiring these black people who are destroying their shit. And the white people that are part of the facilities love those people because they want to be able to have somebody that looks like them, like us, the person that they're working against, to help them destroy the shit so they can't say they did it. And they always got a slave. There's always a slave, you know. 
we are no longer in, in another black facility because he allowed himself to be disrespectful after we helped build that shit. Yes, we helped build his successful place, which is what we do. You know, even with my daughter at this place that blessed her to be able to do the thing. See, for me, because of my relationship with God, who I am, and all those things connected to those two things, I just was like, okay, well, thank you for blessing her with a place to put it, and we're moving on. We're closing it up just as you asked, and we're leaving. It's not that deep. And so I guess the thrill of whatever was supposed to happen, I don't know, her be sad, me argue. Uh, my friends are so awesome. They're like, well, you know what? We're not upset because the party ended at 930 anyway, and it's already 10-something, so it's all good. We're out. It's cool. No problem. My friend that drove, flew, in, flew into town, we linked up with her the next day, took all the food. My um, daughter's boyfriend's mother and family that came, they stayed in a hotel also. We all just met up at the park next to the water where she was originally going to have her um, event, and we had a nice picnic out there, a nice lunch out in the park. The kids had a blast. We had a blast. We chatted, laughed had our wine, you know, <laughs> we had a blast, part two, we will not be stopped, and I pray that others, you know, understand, like, I'm grateful that they didn't get to hear me turn this black man out, I didn't put any will against this black man, I pray that he continues and has great success, my daughter was telling people when she was coming to work with him about him having a summer camp, summer camp, summer camp, summer camp, summer camp, and there was no camp. But because of our knowledge from the other places that we've worked and the place that we helped build, we know that you don't have to call it a summer camp. You can call it a program. And in calling it a program, you can do it exactly the way your summer camp was set up, and you can have people at your facility and make that summer camp money. So my daughter did help him bring him in because the people were popping by, and instead of turning them away, she was telling them about the summer camp. And so they ended up having several weeks of summer camp, making roughly $10,000 a week. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not the person to be like, see, we're making you some money, and this, nope. He knows what he's done. And if he hasn't, the Lord, the, the universe has an amazing way of reminding people. And I always ask to let them see my face when they're being reminded. So, it's really not about, oh, you know, this person is so horrible, you know, he, blah, blah, blah. Nope, he's wonderful. We love him. He's Unfortunately, he has a program that he's trying to win, and they don't want him to win. You know, those people there, they, those white people don't want that black man to have that facility. They want it to fall victim, be ruined, and say we had to take it from him because he didn't know how to, you know, do great things with it, so we had to take it. So, I understand, honey. I understand. They will not get to turn me against you, sir. But, um, and so, you know, my daughter, she's confused. She, she's like I was when I was young. You fuck me over, I walk away. And I never look back. You know, that's just the way I was. But I learned that it's not actually a great way to be. You know, I had to learn the hard way. You know, burning bridges as I'm moving about with my young self. And that's just something you learn that you don't really want to do. Because some point, sometime, you may meet that person. And as long as you didn't do anything wrong, why burn the bridge that keeps you from being able to, you know, have a connection, right? So we have to really be mindful. 
because um, the adversary will try to move to make us hurt ourselves. And we have to be careful not to do that. Not to allow ourselves to hurt ourselves. You understand? That's what we have to do. So, I just wanted to say, I'm putting on my eyes. My eyes are very swollen. We were hookahing last night. I'm wondering if that had anything to do with it. Because I've never hookahed before. So, you know, there could very well be some sort of connection. So, anyway. Um, so, here's the thing. I feel that that was a big test for me. What happened. I feel like it was a huge test. And I feel I passed it. Like, usually I'll be like, I hope I passed it. But I'm pretty sure I passed it. I passed it, I passed it, I passed it. And I love that I passed it. <laughs> and it's crazy because it was another Aquarius. We're in the age of Aquarius. And it was another Aquarius that was testing me. That had to bring the test to me. And it didn't work. Like, I wasn't going to be mean. I wasn't going to let it be like, oh, this motherfucker didn't get to hear me talk bad about him. <laughs> None of that. You did not get to come against me on that level. And and I love that. So, um, you know, again, I already know that supremacy is real. I know as much as black people like to feel like they have something in a slave state, at the end of the day, it's usually um, owned, owned by somebody non-black. And therefore, the power that we thought you had, or you thought you had, you don't have, or you know what power you have. The bottom line is we're not liked, my daughter and I. In the in, in supremacist world, we're not liked. We're not liked, and we accept that. So you know, it's okay. I don't want to be liked by weaklings. I don't want to be liked by evil. I don't care about it. I want to be liked by God, and that's who loves me. So I gotta go. You know, it's that time. Um, I want to send love to you, supernatural love, peace, all that, okay? And peace out.